Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me Simon Calder on Wednesday the 13th of September. I have asked the very good boffins at Sirium, the aviation analysts, to crunch some numbers for me. In particular, I wanted to find out for the end of this year, the last three months, which airports in the world have the largest number of destinations. There's a good reason for that. While the main measure for a degree of the airport's importance is the number of passengers handled which for example puts uh, London Heathrow at the top in Europe actually the number of different places you can fly to is also critical and that's because airports are gravitational and the more routes they have the more passengers they attract now of course everybody loves a compact empty airport great experience last week at uh, south end where plane to station and indeed train moving towards london um took about 5 minutes absolutely blissful but the more routes that an airport has the more people it will attract and therefore airlines will launch new routes in turn attracting more travelers so it's well worth having a look at this and The thing is I asked the same question at the start of 2023 when for example aviation in China was still not uh, really uh, it was still very dormant um, because of the continuing covid restrictions there and what's odd is that the top 7 places um it's the same seven airports and now at the top it's Istanbul taking over from Frankfurt Amsterdam is third taking over from Paris so the first four have just sort of swapped around um on top of that in fifth place you've got Dubai which has crept up a bit and Dallas fourth work Fort Worth um while Chicago O'Hare has slipped down to seventh but the top seven there um all just shuffling around as you would kind of expect not least because of going into the winter um airlines airports have a different mix of uh, destinations but once you get beyond the top 7 then there's all sorts of things going on atlanta which is very much the busiest airport in the world in terms of overall passenger numbers and the number of flights um it's actually only manages 8th place um in this list um but that's better than it was and that's um, it it was on um, was in 12th place so things have uh, got better there and it really shows the robust health of the north american airline business and new routes for example include atlanta to winnipeg in 
uh, Canada, which is a city not on everybody's list of must-go places, but it does got, it does include the very interesting Canadian Museum for Human Rights, and of course Atlanta itself, a venue for the human rights struggle with the home of Martin Luther King Jr. Um, you can also go to Addis Ababa, which is a hub these days for African aviation that I think will supplant Johannesburg, but both of those are still well outside the uh, global top 20 airports. Uh, so, the first British entry in this list, and that's a spoiler alert, there are others, um, is London Heathrow. It's slipped one place to ninth, which is sharing with Shanghai. Yeah, Shanghai coming from literally nowhere. Um, and Heathrow, again, this is a, another very busy airport that doesn't make too much of a showing. And I, I counted up the number of flights each day between Heathrow and New York JFK, and there are over 20 each day, each way. So lots and lots of flights, lots and lots of passengers, many of them going to the same destinations. Um, Shanghai is the highest rated Chinese city, but you've also got Beijing at 18th, Guangzhou just getting in at 20th. So they are back in the Premier League of Connectivity, and I imagine they will race quickly up the table. And there's one other new entrant which I found fascinating. Um, Manchester, sadly, which um, previously had a really good range of uh, destinations, and it was um, always tussling with uh, uh, Gatwick to see who had the most individual destinations um, it's dropped out and the new airport that's coming to replace it isn't as you might imagine a, an Asian mega hub maybe Hong Kong coming back maybe Singapore it's not Doha which is um, rapidly expanding with an airline that um, well, whose profit motive is not necessarily as strong as some others. Let me leave it like that. Uh, it's Dublin. Yes, the Irish capital will have 193 destinations in the winter schedules. Uh, many of those served by Ryanair, which has its headquarters in Dublin. Uh, not actually the main base, that's across in Stansted, um, which is um, uh, just in, within the top 20. Um, but also Aer Lingus has a lot of connectivity, particularly across the North Atlantic. And the great advantage that you can fly into Dublin from a whole range of airports across Great Britain, you then uh, go through US uh, customs and border protection there you step on board the aircraft you're effectively in america already and you are going to be um, stepping off the plane as a domestic passenger when you arrive at uh, uh, in the u.s so uh, a very very uh, appealing aspect and yes it, dublin's position far northwest europe is actually very promising and increasingly many airlines who aren't Ryanair and Aer Lingus are moving in. Um, yeah, and just to look at the UK, uh, you might think that we're in relative decline. We are. But alongside Heathrow, we have got Gatwick and Stansted in the top 20. No other city in the world does that. 
London remains by far the best connected city globally. Thing is, you can't just get them to all those destinations from a single airport. Thank you very much indeed for listening. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye.